Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for June 19th, 2007. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined each week by our Orlando team, including Bob Varley, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. In this week's show, we'll tell you about the top news stories on the Diz, including an update on the couple who claim they were abducted at gunpoint on Disney property last week. In our feature discussion, we'll tell you about rainy day activities, now that we're back to getting our daily afternoon storms here in Orlando. Plus, we'll tell you more about our stay at the Swan and Dolphin last week. All that plus Roundtable Rapid Fire and listener emails on this edition of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. Uh, it was a pretty slow news week this week. We don't have a lot, actually, but we have a lot in the show, so news is a little shorter this week, so be it. But uh, the first story I want to talk about this week, uh, seven of the Democratic presidential contenders will be participating in a candidate forum at the Contemporary on June 30th. The forum is part of the 24th Annual National Association of Latino Elected and Appointed Officials Conference. That was a mouthful. The candidate forum will focus on a wide range of issues, including education, home ownership, health care, climate change, and immigration. The Contemporary is going to be a mess on the 30th. Mm. Do Security. not be anywhere near the uh, the contemporary because you've got it, you've got at least two of those candidates uh, Clinton and Obama who are there who are both under Secret Service protection mm. so that'd be crazy it's going to be nuts if you're planning on being anywhere around town the contemporary has a another link to politics did you want to share that with us Richard Nixon announced his candidacy or I'm um, sorry um, announced his resignation uh, at the contemporary, contemporary resort hmm. his resignation. Mm-hmm. He didn't do that he for was the on Oval vacation Office? at Disney World. I am not. A, I'm sorry, that's not true. He made his <laughs> "I am not a crook." I am speech not a crook speech. Okay, because the resignation he did from the Oval Office. Yeah, I, I, you know, one of those things he did. He did something really important there. He did something important. <laughs> <laughs> he pool hopped. <laughs> he was allowed to pool hop. I'm not a crook. I didn't reuse my mug. <laughs> <laughs> and our second story this week, uh, we told you about that couple from Connecticut last week. They claimed they were assaulted at gunpoint in the parking lot outside of downtown Disney. Well, it seems as though they have decided not to cooperate with either the Orange or Osceola County Sheriff's Office. And there's no reason given why they're not cooperating. And as a result, now the Sheriff's Office has dropped the case. But uh, right after the show went up last week and we talked about that, story hit that uh, there was something a little fishy about... uh, Allegedly, they have a rather bad reputation from their hometown. Allegedly, allegedly, it's probably a drug deal gone bad. Allegedly, yeah. The the well, this isn't alleged. The sheriff, this was in the news. The sheriff from their hometown called the Orlando sheriff and said, "Listen, these guys have a record here and a reputation here." And actually, I think contacted one of the papers and said, "We have all of a confidence in Disney's security that this was not Disney's fault and that this was something was." A foul. But didn't they also come back then later and say that um, they it was a mistake? It was they was mistaken. The the sheriff in Connecticut was mistaken that it wasn't them that he was talking about or something I like that. that. I don't know. There's been a lot of these weird stories. There was a, there's a story up on the site about this. You know, one of the, one of their grandmothers actually like called one of the newspapers to like give a character reference for them, but they're not lying. Yeah, well, but they won't. They will not. Will not. There, I, there's something hinky Well, you going know, on. if I had been abducted, week. I would I be pressing charges. I'm sorry. So there's something silly going on. Of course. Well, they didn't I, want I, to take a lie detector test. That was was some, when they, that's when they broke off uh, any charges or anything or pursuing the case in uh, 
Orange County. There was something weird about it right from the very beginning. They These were folks that were supposedly brazen enough to snatch people out of the parking lot at downtown Disney, but were startled by something that happened in the woods. So it seems like it just seemed a little... Yeah, good point. <laughs> it seemed a little hinky right from the beginning. The other thing, too, is not that... You, you, we would witness it, but we were all there. You guys were there that night. We were there. That I was, night. yeah, we were there that night. There was no unusual activity going on. Well, it's, it's not not even just. Well, I mean, not even that, but the fact, the present, the number of police officers that we saw that night mm-hmm. at downtown Disney was crazy. And remember, this didn't get reported till the next morning. So when we're there, nobody has any idea that this allegedly, this abduction allegedly had taken place. And the place parking, was crawling yeah. with cops. And they have people up in the, uh, those little security, little mobiles. security yeah. mobiles out in the parking lot that Sniper sit up, up. Yeah. So, anyway, I, they've, well, got like too much, they've got too much attention <laughs> as it is. Well, they don't have real guns, so why would they have real sniper towers? <laughs> <laughs> they have those ping pong guns. <laughs> Stop it. They just have laser lights. <laughs> Paintball guns. The blue one. I think we all feel it's a little... Out of the ordinary. Yeah. Something was definitely, yeah, definitely not right. It didn't sit well with me from the beginning. Now, you know, there's been a couple of people I've heard that have said that, too, that, you know, you talk about that story, they're like, yeah, something's fishy. Mm -hmm. Something doesn't sound right. So, Also, she was in her bathing suit Uh, at midnight. None of the details added up when you first read it. And I didn't say it on the air, but I did say it to you guys. It just sounded, the whole thing of, you know, you were... Brave enough to snatch people out of the parking lot, but then they heard a noise in the woods. And a gun, no, a gun, the gun went off. That gun the went gun off. went off, and that scared them. And then on top of that, the people who this happened to contacted an attorney that day. It, it immediately says, you know. Yeah, that's not. that shouldn't be your first reaction. Right. I've been abducted. Let me Then the next call day my they lawyer. were hit by Tigger. It's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the it's way. It's exactly. It, in my mind, it's sort of the same thing. If your first reaction is attorney, you had something else in mind. Something else is going on. Right. Exactly. So. Now, did anybody else hear anything in the news this week we should talk about? Because this has been like this. Of all the weeks we've done the news. I've never had this much trouble coming up with something worthwhile. I've been out of the loop this week. I don't know. So I don't have any news. All right. Well, then we just move on. Then that's the news. Well, did wow. you see that article in the the one of the papers about Club Thirty Three? So something. It was just an interesting. They're going to add. They're going to add a few more. Uh, they're going to they're going to try and add a few more memberships. They're going to open up some more memberships to it, but it was just very interesting to to hear the description of it and how much it costs for a sponsorship and a corporate sponsorship. I've been there twice. <laughs> I was there once. Now for those of you who don't know what Club 33 is, this is a um a private restaurant, a private club in Disneyland. It's in the New Orleans uh section of Disneyland. And this was a a restaurant Walt had built to entertain his VIPs and all sorts of stuff like that. It's a really cool place. Very nondescript. If you don't know where it is, you won't find it. It's It has a you know, 33 on the door. It just has a 33 on the door, and that's it. There's no other way for you to know that it's there. And, and they have this whole secret knock thing. You knock, and you have to announce your name, and until they know who you are, they won't open the door. No, isn't isn't it the, there's an intercom there? You lift a thing, and you press the intercom button, yeah. and tell them who you knock, are. Knock, buzz, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's a pretty cool place, pretty cool place, expensive place to it's, eat lunch, and it's exclusive to members. And I'm going to get the numbers wrong, so please don't write to me that I get the numbers wrong. 
$20,000 a year for $20,000 to join as a corporate membership. And then it's a yearly fee as well. So it's pretty expensive, but they're going to open up to new members. And one of yeah, but I think they're adding like like 30 slots, I think, for new members. There's been a nine-year wait for membership. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I said, we've I've been, been there, too. I've been there twice. And did you know that there were – that Walt had put in uh, cameras into Club 33? That was his idea to have this sort of place where he was going to uh, bring dignitaries and heads of state and invited guests for dinner. But he also wanted to spy on them. So he had cameras installed around the place. The person actually showed us when we were there where the cameras were all around Club 33. Now, I I had thought that uh, the justification for that was that if, you know, a, a table says, oh, I need more bread, you know, even before they could ask oh, well, their waiter the if they would know. Thing. That's the official line. Oh, look, table three is out of butter. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's also he the really, only... He, well, when I say spy on him, it wasn't like he wanted to get nuclear secrets he wanted to figure out were they having a good time in the parks were they what were they enjoying what weren't they enjoying it wasn't did they like the turkey legs <laughs> and that's the only place in the park that you can get alcohol uh, in disneyland in, correct in disneyland, in disneyland. Yeah. so basically those cameras were a way for him to do his marketing research yeah, i mean uh, yeah. maybe or just just spy, spy on, on his on guests <laughs> secret agent stuff. just don't see walt as a spy <laughs> like you don't see Walt at all, dear. He's dead. <laughs> you don't know. He's frozen. You do see him. He's dead and he's not coming back. Get over it. The head is not frozen. All right. Let's uh, let's move on from the news into rapid fire. Who would like to go first this week? I do. Okay. Uh, got some information. They're having some kids activities at the Yacht and Beach Club. Now, this is one of those things where we've been told... That if you're walking by and there's not a lot of kids in it, it's open to people who might want to stop and partake. Now, please don't go over there and tell them that we told you that this is open to everybody. This is pretty much for resort guests, but as you're walking by, there are activities. For instance, every night there's a movie under the stars shown out on the beach of the Yacht and Beach Club. It is a weekly uh, activities list. We're going to post it on the board, and it does repeat week to week. But every day there's something going on for kids to do out around the pool or around the beach at the Yacht and Beach Club. Things like uh, trivia contests, uh, Uno tournaments, movies under the stars at about 9 o'clock every night. They're showing a Disney movie. Uh, there's volleyball Things like that. So, And it started June 1st, and it's going to run through the end of the summer. So if you're in that area and you want to check it out, something to do. I assume it's all free. Uh, there's a couple of things that are additional charges. Like, for instance, there's a, a treasure cruise where you can sign your kids up. It's $28.17 plus tax, and kids must be between the ages of 4 and 10. And it's little buccaneers sail the high seas to many exotic ports of call along Crescent Lake and... In Epcot to search for clues for hidden treasure. It enjoy, they enjoy lunch and the life of a pirate with the treasure split amongst them. So, I mean, there are things that cost a little bit extra. I think it sounds like fun. The, the thing that caught everybody's attention was the movie. They had the screen set up out on the beach. And cool. it was anybody could go in and sit down and watch the movie out on the beach. And it might be something nice to do at the end of the evening after everybody's a little tired from walking the parks. Mm -hmm. So That's cool. We have the information if you're interested. Great. <laughs> Playing Jaws. <laughs> John? Um, I have some information about what's going to be going on in Celebration for the 4th of July. Celebration is 
the once owned once Disney owned town. It's now been sold, but it's off of 192 in Kissimmee, and it's really close to Disney. What would you say, two miles from the main gate? Yeah, it's just outside on just Highway outside. 192. So if you're going to be there around the Fourth of July, they're doing a Rockin' in the Yesteryears celebration. Uh, in a celebration, and they're going to travel back in time to the 1980s. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, I'm minute. thinking they're going to say 1950s or Hold something on like that. Here. <laughs> travel back to the 80s? That's that's just not right. <laughs> okay. Um, they're going to be doing a whole bunch of different stuff. They're going to have uh, a parade, an 80s themed parade during the day. They're encouraging people to dress up for that. Uh, Radio Disney's going to be there. But the big news the performers that night. Flock of Seagulls. Oh my gosh! The lead singer of Flock of Seagulls is a uh, uh, seven hundred twelve. He's an Orlando native. He lives here in Orlando. Oh really? Yeah. What the, did the, name a song that they sing. I ran. Okay. I, ran. I just didn't oh, know the name. Oh, we got you to do it now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the, he was known for having a crazy haircut. He had his hair. I know forward. the band now, but I didn't know their name. Okay. But the it's best not part, name one of their songs. <laughs> name the song. It was the named song. the song. <laughs> oh, now here come the emails. No, oh, they had these like seagulls. They were big. But well, the funny part was he was known for this haircut. He had this swoopy front haircut and up on the sides, and now he's bald. Oh, he's got a mullet. Travel back. Travel back to a time when Disney only had two theme that parks. That sounds like fun. There's the haircut. <laughs> he traveled back in time to when I was oh, cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> Downtown like a- celebration is kind of cool to hang out in. And if you're looking to get away from the mania of one of the parks, especially the Magic Kingdom. And the best part is it's all free. Everything's going to be free. There'll be a street festival going on, and they'll have food and stuff. They do a good job. Celebration does those street festivals fairly well, too. Well, thank you, John. Uh, For me this week, uh, I want to talk a little bit about video. Uh, We've been mentioning that we were going to be putting some video up on the site soon, some new videos for Diz TV. And for the podcast, and uh, we are doing that with this show. You will find two new videos. One is uh, a new segment, a video segment we're going to be doing. I'm not going to say every week. I'm going to aim for every week, but regularly called Mickey Moments, which is basically the idea here is that we, we take the camera somewhere on Disney property, set it down, leave it open for about a minute, minute and a half, Kind of just capture the sounds and the and the look of Walt Disney World wherever we happen to be. So these will be relatively short. The one that's going up today is on the long side. It's about four and a half minutes. It's uh, the view that uh, we had from illuminate of illuminations from our hotel room at the uh, at the Dolphin in Bob's a, room. Yeah, that was a great view. It and really uh, from the seventh floor of the Dolphin, an incredible view of of illuminations. So that's going to be our first Mickey moment. I've got a few other ones in the can, but that's the one we're going to put up tonight, cool. today. And uh, the second video we have is an idea that we've been working on for about a month now, just kind of playing around with it. We're going to see how it goes. Um, Send Bob to the Parks has been a, a pretty popular uh, pretty popular segment here on the show. So what we decided to do was take a video camera when Bob went to the Parks and film him. And... Um, What's up there now is the first episode of the Send Bob to the Parks video podcast and uh, covering Bob doing Star Wars weekends. That was a lot of fun. And uh, Oh, it was. I, it was a lot of fun to edit. Um, <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But uh, about eight, minute, eight or nine minutes of video. I just want to say no one was hurt 
while we shot this video. <laughs> no no animals were injured. No children were injured. No children were injured. Were. Nobody was run. <laughs> Only a few doors. No run, nobody was run over. But how many polyesters died to make that shirt? Oh, here comes the train wreck. Well, we have uh, we have a few different segments in in the send Bob to the parks piece. We have uh, Bob gets ignored by the characters, which is very funny. Which again, not none of this was staged, folks. I mean, it was just we went and we followed him and we saw what happened. But as I'm editing, because Corey shot this particular video, and uh, um, I'm I'm editing it and I'm looking at him going. Boy, a lot of these characters are just kind of walking away from him. <laughs> just like in one case, one character broke out into a trot, you know? <laughs> so was I thought that, that was, you know. Or something like that? Oh, yeah, the, uh, the really weird-looking one. Yeah, the, I don't know their names. And then, The one uh, with the axe. Then, yeah. of course, you know, everybody's very anxious to see the, uh, the, the cart cam video of Bob uh, driving into the door at the ABC commissary. We have that for you. I just want to go. And, and then, of course, we have a few cart cam uh, a few cart cam pieces. We have some cart cam going around MGM. Right. We have cart cam going from MGM back to the Swan Dolphin. By the time that Corey and I actually made it back from walking, walking from MGM back to the Dolphin, Bob met us as we were crossing the bridge, you know, to get so, over to the Swan Dolphin. So that Dolphin. whole thing going back from MGM <laughs> and uh, Corey and Julie walking, I had time to go all the way around the Epcot resorts through the Beach Club, Yacht Club, weaving in and out and uh, get back to the the point where they crossed the bridge. You were on wheels. No, I but all of a sudden it was just like, wheels. oh, there's Bob again. We're all sweating. <laughs> Bob's drinking an icy. <laughs> <laughs> Scraping kids out of his grill. I can drive faster than you can walk, too. <laughs> but we also have video of the cot cam itself. Just, well, right. We have a few cart cam segments. And like I said, going around MGM, the one the cart cam segment going from the from taking the walkway from MGM back to the Swan Dolph. The whole thing's a, whole thing's revealed. We have the boot. <laughs> the boot. We the got seventh. Bob showing some. We got Bob showing, showing some leg. The seventh member of our unplugged team, the cart. The cart. The cart. The cart. Cart. cart cam. Cart With the cam. duct tape. No, I took the duct tape off. He the replaced it with scotch the tape. tape. The remnants <laughs> of no, the duct no, tape. Scotch yes. tape. There's scotch tape. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to have to pressure wash that off. It didn't look too good. <laughs> okay, that is a segment in and of itself. Bob <laughs> pressure washes the cart. There's, well, you know, now, that he's, got, now that he's got the uh, the cart cam on the back of the camera, when, he, when comes Christmas and he puts the Christmas lights back on, He'll be able to string it up so he'll be like a, a traveling Christmas, Christmas tree. tree. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas tree. Christmas tree on wheels. There's so many places I can go with this. Oh, so. I, yeah. It's what scares me. I know. And the people at Disney. Oh, we also have Bob dancing. Yeah, that was a treat. Dance of the Seven Boots. <laughs> Dance of the Seven Boots. Was he doing YMCA? No. No, this was... No. I, yes, Don't somewhere he was I spinning that. as if he were a princess. Yes. <laughs> as if he were a princess. <laughs> Isn't he already? I also posted up on uh, the uh, Tinkerbell segments up on the on the blog this this week. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I think, I think you need the persona of, like, Tinkerbell. I think we need to, like, get you in a full Tinkerbell outfit... <laughs> And then, like, call and have you drive around the parks as Tinkerbell's alcoholic uncle, Tinkerbob. Here's the scoop. Here's the scoop on that. You're going to have to get me very, very drunk to do that. Tinker boot. Tinker boot. <laughs> yeah. 
You're going to need a lot of alcohol from me. Do you think Lane Bryant has a Come on, you've, been carrying, you've, you've been carrying a pair of green tights for nine years in a box. No, those I were think given you're, to I think me. you're waiting. I think you're waiting for the opportunity those, to slip those bad boys on no, and go, oh, I feel pretty. No. <laughs> those were given to me as a prop. We'll have you all dialed up at the boutique, too. <laughs> I just a couple of people sending me there. So. All right. So that's my rapid fire. We got some new videos up. And... Uh, Enjoy them. Let us know what you think. Mr. Varley, what do you have? I have, uh, last week when the shuttle went up, uh, SeaWorld did something that I hadn't heard of before. They they actually had the video screens in the Shamu Theater set up to shoot the, uh, or show the, the launch live right there. And you could actually, with the Shamu Theater facing east, you could actually see the flight also. But they had... They shot the uh, on the screen so people could see it, which I thought was pretty oh, cool. That's cool. They yeah. also understand. They also announced it in the park and told people where to look. Yeah, they really made a big production out of it. <laughs> what if you don't know which way is east? People are spinning in circles. <laughs> <laughs> they made them go all the way to, to the east end in the westbound parking lot. <laughs> yeah, they, they made that announcement. You know, go all the way back to the west on the parking lot. Everyone east. in the park, please go to the extreme west end of SeaWorld. We're going to try and look, tip this puppy over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going after this. The reason I say go to the far west is if. If the building is, uh, in they're the going east, to those, they're going to outer space. Uh, uh, Just look up. I haven't got a chance, but <laughs> you get to see it quicker. About fifteen seconds. Well, there's not a building in Orlando out of a, tall out of a minute. That's okay, Bob. But what we're, we're looking at here oh, is a, is something that in the horizon is like an inch big <laughs> and really bright. Base shot. If they're going up, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna win. Stand on your car. Go all the way to the west. Anyway. Bob balances himself now on top of the pole where the camera goes on the back of the car. He balances himself I've to get his eyes. I stood on top of the seat shooting like, video before, too. Like the Karate Kid. <laughs> but it's scary. It's a karate boot. <laughs> oh, it never ends. Uh, that's my rapid fire. Bob is, Bob is obsessed with with space shuttle launches. I, I am. I mean, people, if they're down here, I always felt that... If you're down here, you you should at least experience it or see it. I mean, it's no, not it is. something. It's cool. It's something we take for granted, though. I mean, it all yeah. time. I mean, I used to. It it's was easily t- experienced by glancing up, yeah. though. There's but, not a lot of preparation for looking at it. I understand that, but you know, I remember one year I came and we stayed at Fort Wilderness in the one of the cabins, and we had the opportunity to go over there, and I couldn't get anybody to go with me in the car to. To drive over there. Were, and you, were you wearing the tights? No. Hmm. No tights. You know, I just felt empty that I, I didn't get over there to see it, and I was that close to it. That's my thing, you know? So. Bob loves his shuttle launch. Yep. Oh, cool. Well, thank you, Mr. Varley. Mrs. Martin. Well, Bob, th- you're the not the one old. who pees in the back of the boat. <laughs> Oh, I was wondering if that was. Oh, we're going to get up. to it. We're going to get to it. Just a teaser. I have an extreme talent. <laughs> One of many. Outside of sweating like a football player. <laughs> That's not a talent. I was born like that. Well, your husband might enjoy that though. <laughs> like a football player? No. No, that's not fun. No, Bob. But you're not the only one. I encountered a man at the Dolphin who was in like he had goose pimples. He was so excited about that shuttle launch. It was quite funny to yeah. encounter that man. I mean, we got to see it from from the balcony 
on the seventh floor, and uh, it was cool. Okay. Well, um, mine's really quickly uh, going to be updating the menus for MGM this week, so look forward to that. And also, beginning August 6th at 7 a.m., people can begin to book their special events like the Winemaker Series for the Epcot Food and Wine Festival, which Corey and I are really excited about. It's like our favorite thing, and this year will be our seventh year to go. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> Oh, wait, it's eight years because we went in 2000. Oh, this is our eighth year. Wow! Yay! <laughs> Two more years to celebrate our 10-year Epcot anniversary. <laughs> Do some anniversary. Anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> She'll celebrate anything. I <laughs> will. They're going to do it on the seventh floor of the Swan or the Dolphin, too. <laughs> oh, wow. But that's all. Cool. Thank you very much. Mr. Martin? I have a few site updates. Um, added a bunch of photos to the photo gallery area, mainly from photos we took last week including pleasure island the wishes cruise which we'll hear about later um star wars weekends electrical water pageant parade photos fantasia gardens it was a rainy day that day so those photos are kind of cloudy and but you still get the idea we also added um the disney special events buttons that you can pick up at guest services um we just, yeah we talk about those a lot yeah i saw so. those pictures they came out great yeah. you can get a happy anniversary nice. button I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's we, mini we, sweating. Then, then, everybody, <laughs> then everybody knows what you're doing. That's right. So, yeah, we have those buttons up there. Thanks, Bob. Um, sounds like summer concert series photos. We we were at... Which was very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> it was, a, it was bon a Bon Jovi tribute Slippery band. Slippery when wet. Did you see those photos? The I guy did. looks... Yeah, the guy looks pretty close. I mean, he did everything just like Bon Jovi, e- even to like the hand pumps in the air. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, that was cool. We also took some um, some updated Anandapur Yak and Yeti restaurant photos. Uh, kinda, Corey was MacGyver. I was MacGyver. I kind of was wondering how you got those construction ones with no puts, wall. I'm not going to tell my secret, but yeah, I got the camera over that wall <laughs> just to, just so everybody can see what's going on behind. He can the wall. jump really high. That's top secret <laughs> stuff of how we do that. We also added um, some Spectra Magic photos and um, some updated Wilderness Lodge photos, including the villas. Um, in addition, we, we have updated our DVC points calculator and point charts for 2008. That was a much-needed update for that area. And we also have the eastbound – no, I'm sorry, the westbound transatlantic navigators, thanks to Mary, a.k.a. I Love Disney. She sent those to us. So Cool. So a lot of updates, but it's been a busy weekend. So Yeah, it has been. I know Tracy brought back uh, some from the actual Mediterranean cruise, so you should be getting those soon. Yeah, we're working on getting those too. Cool. Thank you, Mr. Martin. All right, that'll do it for Rapid Fire this week. Thank you, folks. And we're going to move on. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about rainy day activities. Uh, We're kind of getting back to, even though it's still not as bad as it usually gets here uh, in in the summertime with the uh, afternoon storms, they've been happening a lot more often lately. And I know we encountered them a few times last week when we were staying over at the at the Dolphin. Several times, yeah. That um, so we thought we would spend some time talking just a little bit, not a long drawn out discussion, but some ideas about rainy day activities. I mean, you come to Florida for the sun; it doesn't always cooperate. What do you do? Um, so I want to just kind of open it up to a general discussion, tips and suggestions you guys would would offer for rainy day rainy day activities. Find a bar. Take a nap. <laughs> Wait. I knew it. I knew it. I was going to steal Bob's nap. <laughs> I got nothing to say now. The that's, good that's news is no. the rain doesn't last a long time during the summer. Well, we I don't wanted, have days yeah. of rain. We have intermittent Minutes. showers. Yeah. I mean, they can be 
really kind of big thunder showers, <laughs> and they could be, you know, small. Yeah, but they don't last a long time. That's the good news. Yeah, that's true. My my biggest piece of advice is if you can wait it out, don't leave the park. People leave the park. Yep. They think that this is the time for them to go home, duck into a store, browse for a little while. Mm-hmm. And if you've bought a poncho or brought one from home, even if it's raining, go do the parks. They're terrific in the rain. Yeah, really. Everybody wants to know when, when it's when's the best time to go to the parks, and it's when it's raining because everybody leaves the parks and gives you t- a chance to get on some of these rides quicker. The only caveat with that is that if you if you hear and see the thunder. You really should take shelter. Right. Yeah, yes. don't be running around yeah. in lightning. Check our podcast yeah. from last week and the lightning thing. Now, I read something that I thought was interesting. I didn't know. I did a search for this type of stuff, and a lot of people were talking about uh, Animal Kingdom. The animals actually come out when it rains. Yes. So if it's not lightning and you get on the, the safari ride, you'll see elephants. Um, the tiger will be more active. The lion will be more active. So I didn't know that. It's cooler and they enjoy mm-hmm. the rain. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, that's really funny that you say that because several years ago with a girlfriend, just she and I went and it poured on us and we did the safari while it was raining and that was the first time that I had seen every animal. That's really, that's good that you said that. So maybe they even come out to drink and stuff like that. But if you don't want to stay out in the parks, there's a lot to do. You can go shopping. Um, Which is my suggestion. That's what I do. There's 24 theaters at uh, right. Pleasure Island and they start earlier in the day and run until late at night. So there's... Something to do there. And if it's a later shower, you know, if it starts like between 4 and 5 o'clock and you're going to be getting ready to go eat dinner, go ahead and take your time to shower and get the family bathed and ready to go for the night. Or even move your dinner around if you are not if you don't have an ADR that you're locked into. Go eat. And then this way you have your, your dinner out of the way. You can do the rest of the stuff. If you're staying at a DVC resort, uh, each DVC unit has a uh, DVD player in it. And you can go and borrow a DVD and watch that with the kids. If you're near the Magic Kingdom, uh, one of the things that we've taken kids to do is pin trading. Uh, if you have some Disney pins, we found that kids really enjoy the interaction with the cast members, and the cast members are really open to the idea of interacting with kids. So for um, a couple of pins, get on the monorail and visit the resorts and do a little pin trading with the kids. That'll keep them busy for a while. Or the arcade in the resort or hotel. Yeah. You can go to Interventions over in Epcot, too, and spend couple hours in there or do keep your eye on the on the weather and if you see the black clouds coming you know i i usually tell people to do the shows in the afternoon so do one of the shows that are indoors uh, animal kingdom has the lion king uh, the nemo show over in animal kingdom or, or something like that to get you through that afternoon shower thing. Well, Animal Kingdom is the least rain-friendly park you've got. Most of Animal Kingdom's outdoors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that's the only downside, whereas the other three parks at least have a yeah, lot more places, indoor activities, right. yeah. for you, places for you to go. So. It's easier to duck into some place than exactly. the other three yeah. parks. Epcot, you can duck into any of the pavilions, the land pavilion, sea pavilion, uh, over at uh, not much test track, but... Uh, you can get into some of these interventions also. Yeah, even the World Showcase, it's easy to kind of hop from store to store without being in the rain for too long. I also like the idea we have this listed on the site uh, of taking the monorail at the Magic Kingdom and resort hopping the uh, Magic Kingdom the resorts. That'll take you loop. an hour or two. That'll, you know, you can, you can blow, you're supposed, especially the, the arcade and the contemporary, which is about the only thing in the contemporary that's any good. Yeah. 
Um, and won't be there for very long. That's right. It's going away. Well, they're, they're, they're moving it somewhere else, though. They're right. But they're, it's, they're not going to tell people where it is. The fourth floor. They're going to hide it, Bob. Yeah. And if they're looking at a day that's a, a little more rainy uh, and you're looking at a little bit of a longer time, a uh, 30-minute drive from downtown or from Disney is downtown Winter Park, and they have the Morris Museum. The Morris Museum has a huge Tiffany exhibit. And it's very inexpensive to get, and I apologize, I don't have the figures, but it's about a 30-minute ride if you have a car from downtown Disney. And downtown Winter Park is a great place to stroll. I'm, so, I'm sure the eight-year-olds sure are going to love it. We're going no, to the Tiffany hey, Museum. Wait, no, wait. There's a science, the, the science museum, which would be just as great to take your kids At to. And that's not, Park. Exactly. Mommy, can we go to that museum they talked about on the podcast? I don't want yeah, to see, I wanna see Tiffany. It's raining. Get in the car. <laughs> I want to go see Tiffany. No, it's it's the, it's the podcast people said we have to go see the pretty lamps. The pretty <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> Who's Tiffany? And one of the other suggestions we have on the site, which I think is good too, because of, of the price of these ponchos, stock up on rain ponchos before you leave. Or there's the ghetto poncho, <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the garbage bag. <laughs> you can ask any janitor walking by for a garbage bag. Julie and my sister, would look, they look like two California raisins <laughs> running through the world showcase. With just our heads sticking out of the garbage bag. Yeah. Well, okay, if you don't you want know. to be Disney's newest character, garbage <laughs> I offered to buy her a poncho. She's like, I don't want a poncho. Most of the dollar stores have the ones that are disposable. Which is really kind of cool. They're 99 cents. You can get them at Walmart, too. I yeah. understand. Yeah, and they fit in your pocket. But they're then you- so cheap. Yeah, but you were wearing a garbage bag. Those <laughs> <sounds pretty laughs> the garbage, garbage bag was better than those things. I'm sorry. I do not like those. Uh, uh, granted, you had the heavy gauge <laughs> garbage bag. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, she had the cinch sack. Yeah, Corey, she was... Corey managed to get the the high heavy gauge trash bag. Did, you, oh, yeah. did you, you take a used one where they're like banana peels? No. Stuck yes, and walk around the definitely <laughs> got, got the used ones. one. She had flies going around <laughs> her. Turkey leg bones. <laughs> I wouldn't have been wearing it at all, but, you know, white t-shirt doesn't go with the rain. Oh, yeah. yeah. We wanted to get that fixed. You can also do spas. There's some great Spa spas on property. Spas. Uh, yeah, the eight-year-olds are going to love that. Let's go for a massage, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Send the eight-year-olds to the glass museum. You know museum what would be a good idea, though, I think? If you... So if you want to make fun of my ideas, so they are. <laughs> but if you say you have only little, like, small children and they're girls, take them for little kid Manny and Petties. That would be fun. Manicure pedicures. Oh. <laughs> Manny and Petty, they're the two new garbage <laughs> characters at Disney. <laughs> I thought you guys would know. Be careful. This could start something. I'm Manny. I'm Petty. <laughs> it's like pain and panic. <laughs> Chip and Dale. We have Manny and Petty. <laughs> Filler characters. Oh. God. <laughs> All right, are we done making fun of each other? <laughs> never. <laughs> never. That never stops. If you're... More inclined to sort of uh, plan something out, you could do Cirque du Soleil. Get tickets to see Cirque du Soleil during the rain. Snooty French people. As long as your kids are not afraid of scary clowns. Scary French clowns. With B.O. With B.O. <laughs> what about Disney Quest? Did we mention I was that? just trying to remember the name of that. <laughs> Disney, Quest, Disney Quest to me is like Chuck E. Cheese. It should come with Valium. <laughs> no, I like Disney Quest. I don't really like it myself, it's but if I had kids, day. I'd probably make myself go. I'll, t- t- I'll tell you, you can, you can lose yourself for a good three or four hours in Disney Quest. Yeah, I- really, Because yeah, there's a Cheesecake Factory, right? Get lunch. Yeah, yeah there's a Cheesecake factory. factory. That's the only reason to go. <laughs> Yeah, they have some good. They have some very, very good arcade games in there. Really and truly, it's a great arcade. 
it's a, you know, it's, but that's what it is. If it's that's a, your thing, they call it an indoor theme park. It's an arcade on steroids. Mm. I mean, let's just be honest. So. You can even build your own roller coaster. And I don't have a game system, so yeah, I'm I did that one once. So Me did, either, so Kevin. We. I almost died. We had like ten loops. I had to yeah, hit the I, emergency button. So, all right. Well, I think that's a, a pretty good representation of things to do. I'm sure there's more, but. Like I said, I didn't want to make this a long, drawn-out segment. I wanted just to kind of give some ideas because it's uh, it's going to get. We're going to have a. I think we're going to have a rainy season. I think we're we're going to have a very tropical season. So, some things to keep in mind as you're as you're heading down there. We also need it. So when you're here and it rains, try not to be upset about it. We're Quit your griping. Yeah, we we it's do desperately need it. We're under a drought, so we need it. It's also good to to get out there early. Before the storms in the afternoon, if you're going to tour the park. Yes, in, in, indeed. Well, we'll talk a little bit about that because next we're going to move into uh, talking about our the remainder of our stay at the at the Dolphin last week. Okay. And uh, talk about some of the things we did in particular. You know, going to the parks. We were uh, we were hitting the parks early in the morning, very early in the morning. Mm. Um, but uh, you know, I'll tell you, there's an argument to be made for waiting until. Five o'clock to go hit the parks. If you're going to, you know, if you if you if you're not one of those people who can get up real early, it seems like around five, you know, the parks clear out for dinner. And if you stay from five o'clock on through the end end of the day, yeah, I mean, especially um, you get a chance to see, especially in that last ninety minutes before the park closes, you'll be able to walk on just about everything. It's hard for people who have to burn a day's ticket. To do that, though, but when they're using a, a, a day pass or something, it's hard to give up part of your day when you're doing that. That's great if you have an annual pass or something. Or a park hopper. Or a park hopper, but yeah. I, I, I want to disagree a little bit on that. In no, the summit, you can't. I, I, I can't? No. Okay. I want to disagree anyway. <laughs> uh, in the summertime, you can get into the parks, you know, and stay later. Uh I'd avoid the park that's the extra magic hour park. Lines are, too, lines are lines way are too way long too during long. extra magic hour. So I'd avoid that, but I'd go to the other parks, uh, uh, not Epcot, but Magic Kingdom, open till 11 or 12 o'clock at night. If you go early in the morning, get out of there around 11 or 12, go back to the pool, take some time, and then go back in later. Yeah, but that's not what I was talking about. I was just talking about people uh, waiting until 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. It's hard to burn a day off your pass. I'm one of those people who, when I have a day at the park, I want to get there when the park opens, and you have to drag me out when they're telling me I have to leave. So you don't feel yeah, like you're wasting I understand, money. but if, if you go in at 4 o'clock and it's open till midnight, that's, that's 8 hours. I mean, you're going you're gonna to get a, a bunch of stuff taken care of. Yeah, I mean, if you're the type of person that's like that, that where you show up at first thing in the morning and you don't leave till it closes, God bless you. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You know, I know I've got I've got about six or seven good hours in me in a theme park. So if you're like that, like I said, if you're not one of those people who's going to get up at five o'clock in the morning to make sure you're at the Magic Kingdom at seven thirty, um, then you know I would really say wait until the afternoon. That's what we saw anyway. The other thing. Is by doing that, the sun goes down. It's not the heat of the day, and you're going to have a better park experience uh, by avoiding the the midday heat. And well, speaking of heat, 
Was, I mean, we, was, is Animal Kingdom really in Africa? Because it was like Africa hot. It's yeah. always like that there. We had some heat. It, I don't it, know why. It's I part really, of the theming. They have heat I swear there's lamps. like a big magnifying glass in the sky over Animal Kingdom just magnifying the sun. It's just so stuffy over there. Well, there was no breeze the days that we were over there either. And usually... And the park was packed. It's, it is because of the theming. What they've done is they've, they've planted dense... Foliage mm-hmm. to make it look more. There's less breeze. There's right. more humidity. It cuts out the breeze. You have more humidity. There's no shade. There's very little there's shade. No overhead shade. You know what I love about the Animal Kingdom? The big groups of people that like to stand right in the middle of the walkway. That's what I love. Yeah. I love that's, that's, <laughs> that's my favorite I love about thing. Every park. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, one thing I, I, I want to make sure I mention is just in talking about the Swan Dolphin. I'll, I'll give the, the disclaimer we always give in saying that in the interest of full disclosure, we we do have a financial relationship with the Swan Dolphin. So this is going to sound like shilling, but it is in fact my honest appraisal. I don't think anybody's going to, anybody here at least is going to disagree. Um, why in the name of God would you stay at another deluxe resort on property for the price you can get that resort at? Swan Dolphin is a true. These are true deluxe resorts. I don't care what your measurement is. These are deluxe resorts. Those rooms were fantastic. Unbelievable. The rooms Unbelievable. were fantastic. The hotel was great. And I took a look after uh, after we were done. I took a look at what standard rates are and discount rates at the Swan Dolphin as compared to the Yacht Club, Yacht and Beach Club. Yep. And I was shocked at how much of a difference there is. I, I looked at July 2nd through the 9th, figure a week over July 4th in the middle of summer. Yacht Club with no discounts, including taxes, getting $400 a night, 403 a night for a standard view room. At the Yacht Club. No discounts. No discounts at all at the Swan Dolphin. $265 a night. Hmm. And there's a lot. They're, they're close together. So and, you're in the I mean, same you're area. Next, they're next door. You know, they're next door to each other. Now, the annual pass rate or the entertainment book rate, because Swan Dolphin will give you the entertainment book rate, $205 a night for that week. Whereas Disney is charging 302 for an annual pass rate. Hmm. And if you're military... Teacher, nurse, government employee, one seventy-five a night. Yeah, you can't beat that with a stick. No, I'm can't. sorry, you cannot beat it with a stick. There are times that the nurse teacher uh, in the summer is one forty-nine. Yeah. Uh, so, it, but there's some great rates over there. I mean, it's a reason that we do business with them is because they are that good, and they we have a long, a, a very long-standing relationship with the Swan Dolphin. I'll admit I'm a little biased. I mean, we we've been. We've been friends with them. We've been doing business with them for almost 10 years now, almost since the very beginning of the site. Yeah, it's a great product, though. I mean, great product. The pool area. I, I know Julie and Corey went out to the pool. Uh, oh, it's a Diana, lovely pool area. They have, uh, each hotel has a pool, and then they have the, the pool that's together that has the waterfall and the water slide on it. And they have the lap pool. And, you know, they have a beach area, and they have these little swan bolts, boats. Swan bolts? Bolts. Boats. And... Uh, yeah, the thing about the Swan and Dolphin is that you're not restricted to only the things that that resort has to offer. You can walk to the beach club. You can walk to the yacht club. You well, can enjoy the things around the boardwalk. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah. we even walked to uh, – we saw the weather was kind of bad. So we knew it was going to rain, but we didn't know when it was going to rain. So we walked over to Fantasia um, Mini Golf. You're like, okay, if it starts raining, we can walk right back yeah, to the hotel. Right across right the street. It rained for five minutes on us, and then yeah. we were able to finish our game. Yeah. But we went to Jelly Rolls at night mm-hmm. and uh, – the karaoke uh, to kimonos kimonos 
we did that, and we had a great time. And there's a lot to do there, and so, and it's close to you know Epcot and MGM. So I like that that area. Though all those hotels in that area, I feel are the best value because. You're centrally located to two of the theme parks. The, the area, I mean, is great and has a, has a lot going on. But I mean, the amount of—I'm I'm just saying—from the amount of money that you save, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, staying at the Swan Dolphin versus the Yacht and Beach. And I'm not trying to take anything away from the Yacht and Beach. Those are beautiful hotels. Yep, absolutely beautiful. But is it really worth a thousand to sixteen hundred dollars more for a week? Yeah, That's can. an awful lot of stuff you can do on your vacation for a thousand dollars. If you're not spending it on a hotel room, yeah, and uh, I'm telling you, you find me more comfortable beds. Those those heavenly beds. I'm telling. Oh, Diana wants me to buy one of those. Cr- it's crazy. You fall into. You, I I would fall into that bed, and I was asleep in minutes. Yeah, that never happens <laughs> to me. So I mean, it was, it was really. I, I was I was real impressed. I was real impressed with the with the cast. I was real impressed with the, with the property. Everything looked good. The rooms looked good. The view is unbelievable. Oh, oh, yeah. That Epcot view. I think one of the problems you have is any Disney advertising you see, they push that castle. And I think when people want to come to Disney, that's what they have in their heads. I want to stay where I can see that castle. And that's what you're paying for. You're paying for that location. So there's only three hotels that you can actually see the castle. Right? Yeah, you can't see the castle from the Hunt Club. But I'm just saying is that that's part of the whole deluxe hotel allure is that people think I want to stay on the monorail. The very worst commercial Disney ever made where those people flipped open those French doors and walked out on the balcony Mm -hmm. and the castle was outside. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that room doesn't exist. No. Magic Kingdom isn't that close to any of the hotels. Well, contemporary, but that wasn't the contemporary they were were shooting from. And that wasn't a view that was possible from the contemporary. The contemporary is just too far away. Right. Yeah. We had a view of the, you see the Tower of Terror, you can see the Epcot ball, mm-hmm. you can see the Illuminations at night. We can night. see the algae in the Dolphin Fountain. <laughs> <laughs> the algae in the what? The Dolphin Fountain. The fountain that That was outside. my only complaint, because I'm like, oh, we get to look down to the fountain. Never mind. That's what the dolphin eats. <laughs> right. So it stays alive. And the sea swans. Yes, see, and I the sea you. swans. Now, one other place that we need to talk about, because the last night we were uh, we were over there. We had all of us had dinner at the Yacht Club Galley, over at the Yacht Club in the, in the in the lobby of the Yacht Club. I've eaten there a lot. I've mentioned it before. I have to say it again. Why this place isn't full every night? I don't get. The food is tremendous, and the prices are so reasonable for the meal you're getting served. I mean, we had like I said, we had eight people. Was it eight, seven, or eight? Seven of us. Seven of us. Seven people had appetizers had dessert, the main course. Some people were having drinks. The entire bill came to $250 for dinner. And then 20% off with the Disney dining experience. It was a $200 meal to feed seven people. I mean, I had a New York strip steak with a pomegranate reduction sauce. You would have killed yourself. It was so good. I always have the halibut when I'm there. She's, and she was talking about the halibut yesterday. I did. I'm like, I want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were, I mean, all seven of us were like, wow, this is really good. I mean, it got rave reviews. And every time I go in there, it's like that. Mm-hmm. Every time I go in there, I say, why isn't this place full? We I've, also had a great server, Teresa. Yep, she was. She was wonderful. We had, she took our entire order without writing a single thing down. I love servers that can do that. But you know what the and problem is? It, it right. makes me nervous. It makes me nervous, too. And I, f- I almost forget what I'm ordering because I'm like, okay, how are you going to remember this? But she did. She remembered it all. 
Like, wow, you get my steak cooked wrong, I'll be mad. <laughs> yeah, it's always, I'm telling you, if you're having trouble, if you want a great meal and you didn't get the priority seatings you wanted and you want to eat, you're in the Epcot area, you're crazy if you don't go to the Yacht Club Galley. Mm. Nice menu, great food, great service, and a reasonable price. You can't ask for anything more than that. That's one of those places I forget about. You forget it's there almost. I think a lot of people do. Because when we go over there to eat, one of our destination restaurants is the Cape May Buffet. Mm. We love that. So you kind of forget about the other places that are over there, too. We'll have to go over there. Yeah, it really is. Always good. Always a good meal. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned that because that was we were all kind of blown away that night. Did you do or see anything in the parks you haven't done before? Was anything a first time for anybody? First time fireworks cruise we did. Yeah, the Wishes fireworks oh, cruise. Yeah, that, yeah was, that was that was that was that was a good that was a good cruise. We had a great uh, a great captain, Lisa. Lisa. Manny. Manny. And the first mate was Petty. But uh, everyone needs to really <laughs> keep in mind that there are no bathrooms. Oh no, it's an hour long. Do not have a up. beverage before you leave. Buckle up, people. <laughs> Here it comes. Julie and Monique. Julie and Monique had went to the ladies' room right before we boarded the boat. Twice. Twice. And by the time the boat got to its position, not even not even before the boat got to its position in front of the castle to watch the fireworks, we had the rear end of the boat was being Diana was like Bob's wife holding up towels. <laughs> At least I was wearing a dress. And Julie and Monique were trying to pee into a cup. That's more ladylike now. Hold on. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Now, this was one of those pontoon boats. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, are you, what else are you going to do? It's easy for us. But it the, was, the, tip, the tip here is, not, before you go out on the cruise, not to drink a lot of fluids. It's That's it. Right, Julie? Yes, you would smart. And do not have any of the Cokes that she offers you on the boat either. Right. Until <laughs> on your way back to the hotel. How long to, was the cruise? Oh, it was, it was, it was, it was we about an hour. Long. Yeah. It was an hour before It was actually more than an hour because we left yeah. there at like, what, 9 or 9.15 from the dock? You might want to see your doctor. 9 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I don't want to get old. She it's going to be ready. bad. She was ready to cry. You I, need, I felt You need really Celebrex or one of the other things that have butterflies flying around the commercial. That's for sleeping. Oh, that's Lunesta. <laughs> I can't. That was a lot of fun, though. The, the yeah. cruise itself was was great. I mean, they put was uh, we had we got had gotten the deluxe cruise, which meant that they gave you sodas and chips, and you and, get the audio piped into, the and boat. the audio gets piped in to the boat. One of so. my favorite things was the ghost story she told about. Um, what's the island called? I, can't, I don't want to say it wrong. Discovery Island. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to be wrong. But I thought that was really neat. And then, but then I was a little bit freaked out the rest of the time, like thinking like there was going to be an old man sitting beside me on the boat. <laughs> How much was the cruise for the dogs? Was, uh, I think it was. Uh, I think it was like two fifty or two seventy five for up to nine people. We could fit nine people on that boat. That's cool. Nine or ten, and uh, it was. It was very cool. It was very cool, and she was wonderful. Lisa was just wonderful. And they she do really hose knew. the boats down when you're done, right? Yes. She okay. really knew all her stuff. Yeah. And they they took us out. We saw the uh, the little parade the uh, water pad electrical water, water. Yeah, out on the oh lake. Boy. Yep. I loved that part. I'm sorry, Kevin. I know you hate it, but that's one of my favorite memories. So, and she had to position herself out of the the waterway because the thing comes over from Bay Lake to the other side. So they they close it all off for them. So 
They were, yeah, it was fun. I've done those before. The, one of the coolest things is you get such a different perspective of Walt Disney World from the boat. Mm-hmm. It's yes. kind of like, wow, you've never saw yeah. it from this way before. It's really neat. Well, did you know, like, oh, you guys probably know this, from the Wilderness Lodge, it looks like a bear. Mm-hmm. That's really There's cool. I, yeah. Yeah, I did not know that until we were out on the lake and you could see the bear's face. Yeah, the the front of, or the back of Wilderness Lodge that faces the lagoon, if you look at it from the from the lagoon. You can see at the night, eyes, the night, nose mostly. at night when it's all lit up. You, yeah. can, you even see it from the bottom of the, by the pool. If you look up from the pool, you can see it. Yeah. Yeah, we have photos of the fireworks crews. So Great I'll, photos. It looked really nice with the with the fireworks reflecting in the water mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But no, yeah. it was cool. It's a great way to see wishes. I've always enjoyed the wishes fireworks crews. But yeah, I think that was the one thing we did new that I liked. And, you know, good thing to keep in mind, those, those uh, Illuminations fireworks cruises, those book up. Months in advance, wishes you stand a much better chance of just we 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 were able to reserve it a few days before we did it. I also think the wishes cruise. It seems to me that it's worth you get more for your money. Yes, the illuminations cruise. You do go around the lake, but then you park under that bridge. In wishes, they actually take you all mm-hmm. around Bay Lake and the Seven Seas Lagoon, mm-hmm. and then you park in the middle and watch the fireworks. Over the Magic Kingdom. Right. To me, it just seems it's a better bang for your buck, no puns intended. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, w- it's much more uh, entertaining, I think, than sitting under the bridge at, in Epcot. Yeah, the last time you guys mentioned that, I thought it was weird that you sit underneath the bridge when you're trying to look up into the sky. And what's funny is they, they park two boats, one behind each other. So the first boat gets a really good view. If you're in the back of the second boat, you kind of got part of the bridge in your view. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you got people over you. You don't know if they're going to do stuff over your head. And for the amount of money that you pay, you know, I'll be like, get this boat in the front. <laughs> Pull right up to that exploding barge. <laughs> I want to yeah. stay close. I want my I eyebrows singed. I want to feel the flame. Here's an extra 20. <laughs> but the cool thing about the Illuminations Cruise is when you're done, they actually pull you out into the lagoon area to turn around and come back. That's the only time you'll ever be able to do that. Yeah. Unless you ride one of the friendship boats. But you know what I mean. Okay. In a private boat. Yep. Uh, I highly recommend the Wishes uh, fireworks cruise. I thought that was really well done. Yeah. So, you know, we had a great time last week. We really did. Got a lot done. Got a lot of video shot. Got a lot of photos taken. Got a lot of new content. Learned that we had to take care of ourselves in the heat. I mean, we had to drink a lot of water. We had to drink a lot of water. I was definitely using Corey's tips from last week about heat exhaustion. Yeah. You You guys were picking hydrated? It sounds like you were. (laughs) She was. (laughs) She stayed extremely hydrated. She (laughs) overhydrated. So did the back of the boat. So that is going to do it for us this week, folks, with this section of our show. We're going to be back in a little bit with our email show. And uh, for those of you staying with us, We'll see you then. And for those of you not staying with us, we hope you enjoyed the show this week. We will be back with you next Tuesday with another edition of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.